Hello, story seekers. Welcome to another episode of the Seeking Story Story Journal, where every single day, well, not every single day, every weekday, when hopefully I have the time for it, we break open the books and movies that I've read and hope that you may have read too, or maybe not have read, but are interested in readings so that we can discuss them a little bit. And also where I switch up the intro every single time because I just can't stick to the same intro every single time. So anyway, if you're new to this podcast, welcome. My name is Ryan. And on this podcast, more seriously this time, we talk about uh, books and movies, uh, the ones that I'm reading particularly, but the ones that I hope to break down with you all uh, from a storytelling perspective. But before we get into what I've been reading recently, I want to talk about an unlikely source for free books and more specifically, free audiobooks. Now, there are several ways to obtain audiobooks. Of course, you can do things like Audible um, or a number of subscription services that you can listen to audiobooks. Uh, but for most of those, you have to pay. And you can also uh, use library apps. Things like Hoopla have a lot of audiobooks on them. But inevitably, you'll be wanting to read a book that does not have a free audiobook version. Um, and this is a very, very hit or miss solution. But one thing that I found is um, don't laugh too hard. And you may not be, may not be able even, eh, I can't even talk. You might not even be able to play these. But cassette tapes. Now, if you were born anywhere in the 2000s, you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. Maybe even late 90s. Cassette tapes were little rectangular plastic devices with two holes in them that you could crank with a pencil. And in this was a piece of tape, not a tape like masking tape or duct tape or gaff tape, but a little recording tape wherein a company could put in things like audio or music. That's pretty much it. Basically, the, the, uh, um, the ancestor of the CD um, after records, but before the compact disc and most vehicles had players that these could be played in. And all jokes aside, uh, we have two very old cars, both that have cassette players. So I was at the used bookstore uh, a few weeks ago with Kristen. And um, on the uh, kind of the front area, like right outside the door, there was like a whole big bookcase and they were just giving away like all their old cassette tapes, like audiobooks. And you, they had still had prices on them, but there was like a sign that said, ignore the prices. These are all free. We just need to get rid of them to make room for other things that people are actually buying. I, I, exaggerate a little bit. It didn't exactly say all that, but that was the implication. And they didn't say it was free. Um, so yes, um, we searched through them and I, much to Christian chagrin, uh, picked up several, several, several of them. Uh, there was one like 24 hours on Gettysburg. There was some World War II stuff, but the gem that I found in there was the audiobook for Band of Brothers by Stephen Ambrose, uh, by which the, uh, the TV show is, is based on. And it is a, a supposedly a fantastic recollection of a specific company in World War II um, that I believe parachuted into Europe around D-Day. Uh, maybe the night before, but I haven't read it, so I'm not 100% sure on that. And just the journey of these characters as they uh, go through uh, Europe until you know the end of the war. Uh, <clears throat> I'm super excited because I, I do have this book, but it's just it's my, my two... Uh, read pile and my currently reading pile are just so big and I just knew I wasn't gonna get to it anytime soon but um, I can listen to it on my commute now which is fantastic so I plan on starting this uh, once I get through a few uh, podcasts and I'm listening to um, yeah I hope it won't take more than a few months to get through Band of Brothers by Stephen Ambrose so 
there's a little uh, micro pro tip for you there. If you go to a yard sale or use books or anything like that, you know, see what they have for cassette tapes. If you have a way to play it, if you have an old, uh, you know, uh, you know, cassette player or an old car that has a cassette player, you know, that might be a good way to snag some free audiobooks. So just a thought for you guys to, uh, to look at as you uh, go through your reading journey. But today I want to talk about Terry Pratchett's Guards Guards. Now, Terry Pratchett, rather I should say the late Sir Terry Pratchett, because he was knighted and he unfortunately passed away a few years ago. <clears throat> he wrote several, several, like 40-something novels in this made-up world of his called The, the Discworld. And um, my good friend Alan from the Library of Alan Zandria, he has a YouTube booktube channel where he talks about many different books in a very um, exciting fashion. You you don't want to miss his videos. Um, so yeah, I recommend checking him out. But he raves about um, Terry Pratchett's books and he has often said that Guards Guards, the eighth book in the series, is the place to start. So I typically am like the person who wants to start from the beginning, but uh, honestly, I, I want to get to this book that he keeps talking about and I don't feel like going through seven books to get to this one. And I, I take his word for it that you don't need the other ones. So I picked it up and I'm 54 pages through it and it's everything it's cracked up to be. It's it's British humor at its absolute finest. Um, it reminds me a lot of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Um, maybe not quite as absurd. The humor is in, in a way subtle and in your face at the same time. It's very <laughs> sublime in a way, but still utterly ridiculous. But a lot of it, you just have to kind of read between the lines, a little bit subtextual, which I, I thoroughly enjoy when humor has some subtext to it. And sometimes it's just the characters in the author's way with words. It's fantastic. And just the specific uh, like settings, I think that happens in the world he makes up. Um, I'm not too far into the plot yet to really give you guys like a summary of it. But even the world building, for example, like it's a made up fantasy world. And in most made up fantasy worlds, a lot of them anyway, you'll have things like thieves guilds which a lot of times, you know, may be familiar to any of you who have played like a, a Dungeons and Dragons or role-playing type of thing. And in this particular world, the Thieves Guild is really under the um, auspices of the city. Um, they have their own budget. And in the eyes of the city manager, it is more effective to basically ask the Thieves Guild to just stop trying just a little bit instead of requiring the, uh, the town watch to expend all this time and money and resources uh, halting crime. So they have a, a yearly budget the Thieves Guild has allocated that they are allowed to do their thieving in and they have um, kind of a illegal thieving and illegal thieving. And it's it's just a, it's just a riot. It's just a, a complete nut of a story. Um, but just even the things in it are so hilarious. Like one of my absolute favorite things, I just I was dying last night when I was reading it is there this group of people that are trying to use magic to summon a dragon for a variety of economical reasons that they believe will alter society. And um, this one kind of guy is the leader of the whole thing and he has some <laughs> kind of some people who aren't the brightest lights in the Christmas tree that are there helping him. And they are determined to chant this dragon into existence using magic. Um, and as Terry Pratchett writes, <clears throat> He'd been rather surprised to find, after pages and pages of pious ramblings, that the actual summoning itself was one short sentence, not a chant, not a brief piece of poetry, but a mere assemblage of meaningless syllables. 
Dr. Malachite said they caused interference patterns in the waves of reality. <laughs> and that just got me so much. Interference patterns in the waves of reality. That's what summons a dragon. So, of course, the whole thing's nonsensical, but the fact that some character applied some quasi-science explanation to the magic that is of course completely bogus it just it made me laugh so hard it's like british dry british humor at its absolute best and uh and i love it it's a it's a it's a good read uh so far um and the characters are great there's a character named carrot and he was uh raised by dwarves think uh buddy the elf for the movie elf but apply that to a dwarf setting and um he's you know shocked to find out that he doesn't belong in the dwarf culture and uh, when he's trying to inquire further, he's like, well, you know, there are there are short humans. Why can't there be tall dwarves? And, and yeah, just humor like that is so, so well done. Um, so, yeah, I'm thoroughly enjoying Sir Terry Pratchett's uh, Guards Guards. Uh, Alan, if you're listening to this, thank you for the recommendation. And, and to any of you listening to, to this podcast, it's definitely one to give a try if you like. Um slightly outrageous humor um some of it subtextual some just in your face but it is it is sublime humor i think um it's it's very well crafted someone who knows his craft is writing this humor ultimately so as you can tell i like to rotate around in my books i'm a complete madman when it comes to that it's rare for me to read just a book straight now is not the time and the place for this conversation i'll probably start a different podcast episode talking about that at some point but I just like to revolve around my my books a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit there, a little bit there until it drives the rest of the world crazy. So let me know. Um, I was saying in the comments below, but this is not a YouTube video. This is a podcast. I'm still getting used to that. Let me know somehow on social media or you can direct message me or you can drop into one of the various discords I'm a part of. Um, I am a, a big fan of, again, Alan from the Library of Alexandria, Michael Nip, Leslie from the Nerdy Narrative, um, Ramsey from Rajathon. Um, Luke Edwards, they all have uh, booktube channels and discord accounts and I do spend some time in there. Um, so I'd love to discuss, I don't want to take over their discords, but um, all this, so you can find me in those and we can, you know, we can talk through a direct message or through one of like Alan has a whole bunch of channels where you can talk, you know, for example, you can talk guards, guards or Discworld in there. So I'm sure Alan would love to have you if you're not really familiar uh, with his work. So thank you so much for listening to uh, today's uh, podcast episode and I will see you guys soon.